everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? Good. We've got a special guest here with us today. Yes, our biggest fan. Our biggest fan. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Jill. Nice to meet you. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. Thanks. And actually, I'm honored. Yeah, <laughs> that I was invited to this uh, special podcast. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. It's our like it's our 25th episode, so it's already an exciting event. It's a our first special guest. I didn't even realize it was our 25th episode. <laughs> I, I only so. noticed when I was setting it up there this morning and I was like, oh, episode 25. There we go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> How has your visit been with Maddie so far? Oh, it's been, it's been nice. Yeah. It's nice to be with her. And even though she connects with us daily and, but it's just the presence. Yeah. My presence is amazing. If you haven't I mean, noticed. Your okay. presence is a present. <laughs> she has been very stressed with work and, and I do, I do sympathize and you always, or as human beings, we take it out on the person, the person closest okay. to you. <laughs> and so there have been just moments, only moments. <laughs> I feel like that's like like a mother daughter relationship rule is like you have to like be able to get mad at each other and then like be fine five minutes later. Yeah, exactly. Well, it wasn't five minutes. Let me tell you, it was four hours of silence as I'm driving, trying not to fall asleep on the road. Finally, I was like, "Are you going to say anything?" And let me tell you, it is a partner. It also happens not just with mother child. It happens with. It doesn't happen like that in our young adult books, so we wouldn't know. No, I mean they always work out their problems so maturely in the young adult books we do. Right. So. Oh. oh man! Well, Kathy, tell us. You've been a very big fan since the beginning of our podcast. What's What's been your favorite part of listening? What's your favorite episode? Favorite story? Well, you know, I don't have a favorite because all of them. No, 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 no. I and I'm gonna. I'll continue because I just find each and every one has been very interesting, and I've learned from just the conversations that you and Maddie have had uh, pertaining to some of the athletes and the stars, and uh, and I've done a little research with certain people that you've discussed and chatted about that I had had no idea who they were. Or You've what. been really invested in Jennifer Lopez. I think that's yeah. been your favorite part. <laughs> what? Well, but I who do have been? to say, <laughs> your, the sense of humor, you make me laugh, both of you. <laughs> I complete the episodes with some good laughs. So with respect to the humor part of it, I have to say episode 24. <laughs> so... <laughs> And it involves a family, <laughs> a family situation. And oh my goodness, it, you're, the bridal shower will never be forgotten. <laughs> no, that, that was, was, that was hilarious. 
That was so good. I'm almost over it. Um, I've almost recovered from the stress of it. <laughs> and I hope your mom's well. <laughs> yes, I think she has recovered. We're just hoping that that is not a reoccurring theme and the wedding day she goes down, like, get together. <laughs> <laughs> On the drive to Flagstaff, my mom was like, do you think Jill's dad picked your mom up? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> my dad, like, is, like, he's very self-sufficient when there's no one around. But as soon as someone's there, it's like, forget everything. Yeah. So like, I feel that's all dads. Yeah. he And then, like, when she's sick, he, like, regressed, like, ten more steps back. And it was like, he's like, well, what do we do? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, get a glass of water. Like, like <laughs> baby steps. Yeah, like, logically, what do you think you would do if someone is sick and, like, struggling? Like, what are the steps you would take? (laughs) Well, apparently my dad is concerned because the Misty caretaker, number one caretaker, is gone. Oh, no. And and she's had a bathroom accident. So Uh he's obviously convinced he's done something wrong (laughs) and is being punished. Oh, dear. But, like, she's probably just missing Kathy and confused. (laughs) She's, like, hasn't been away from you for, like, two years at this point with the travel restrictions, so. But um, the uh, Meghan Markle and uh, Harry, Prince Harry, that was a good episode, that that part of it, yeah. But all your episodes, I really enjoy them, I do. And I enjoy, you know, the laughter, you make it fun, and... You've got a good balance, uh, um, and it's interesting. It is, and yeah. So well, I have to say your your reviews of our episodes that you t- t- send to Maddie, and then she sends them to me, are like the highlight of my week. So. I, <laughs> I also send them to my one career, my like old performance manager at work. <laughs> They're like her favorite things. <laughs> They're so good. <laughs> So for me, it's almost uh, an abbreviation of what's happening because I don't have, it's not that I don't have time to, you know, sit and listen or, or watch some of this on e-talk or whatever. (laughs) She's things to do just because a condensed version of sports and and pop culture, which is perfect. Would you like to tell us what your favorite Olympics has been? Oh yes. Um, the track, I really enjoy watching that. And, uh, the swimming, the diving, and yeah, I enjoy those two sports. We watched uh, those two events. The yeah. repeat of the dive, the men's ten plat- ten meter platform final, like this morning, uh-huh. and I was obviously cheering for Tom Daly. <laughs> Number one, runs, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah, but also like you've seen the photos of him. I think you sent them to me of him knitting. Look <laughs> at the other. <laughs> that was so he's cute. Like, he's knitted a full cardigan. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Taylor Swift to like collab with him for like her next cardigan line. (laughs) I mean, when I thought about it this morning, he competed in like the first event there, basically. Yeah. The 10 meter uh, synchronized. So he's been there for a while. Like, what else are you supposed to do? (laughs) It sounded like they had to bring an extra yarn for him. He's gone through so much of it. So that must be so relaxing for him yeah yeah, yeah something to do uh, the one thing i did watch which we laughed about we like prior to me watching the event was the ribbon gymnastics oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know it is very uh because there's kind of a ballet thing going on and 
keeping track of the ribbon and the batons and in particular, I want to call it the, the team or the synchronized group. Yeah, they have a team event. I did not know yeah. that existed. Yeah. I thought it was individual. Yeah. It's not something I'm really interested in, you know, spending a lot of time, but it was in. It was, <laughs> She's like, that was too much. I <laughs> 30 minutes. That was enough. But that was you know, that. You know what's weird to me is that the U.S. is so dominant in like women's yeah. gymnastics, but it does not translate into the like rhythm no. gymnastics. Yeah. Like they are like no ribbons, no balls, no. <laughs> I think so. They did say I was watching the t- some portion of the team event yesterday. Not sure what it was, but they said that. Apparently, rhythmic gymnastics for a very long time was only popular in like Eastern European yeah. and countries. Yeah, the, they're still the primary yeah. winners of it. So they're like expecting in 2024 that you know other countries may like make a run for a medal. But I just don't understand that that's something I would want to get into. Like, I mean, it feels easier. It? it feels easier on your body than the regular gymnastics, True. though. Like. True. And the costumes are so beautiful, and the ribbons. The color of those ribbons reminds me of your skating costumes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The more. But anyway, I'm going to uh, let the two of you. Oh, you're you're leaving. But I do want to add just one more comment. (laughs) I I want to thank the producer. He's done an amazing job, and I know he spends a lot of time because his his uh, girlfriend uh, has mentioned that that he's. Uh, spends you know time making sure that it's all together whatever yeah, whatever a mommy loves you Patrick <laughs> <laughs> anyway it was really nice meeting you Jill it was nice putting a name to a face yes yeah thanks, and I hope that's for joining when us. Maddie's in town yes okay. thank you for being a guest you're welcome thanks for having me okay, bye bye you can't turn the tv on no no okay. I won't. <laughs> go, go be silent alone <laughs> She doesn't want to hear the end of the podcast because it's going to be a surprise for her later to listen to it. (laughs) She listens to it. Um, The other Olympic event that I must discuss, though, is the race walking because they look like they're holding in (laughs) extreme, real quick, (laughs) like explosive (laughs) diarrhea for like three hours. I don't know how. My God, like your hips must hurt so bad with that like motion all the time. Like, oh my Lord. All I could think about, I think I messaged you this, but was Shakira's hips don't lie song during the entire event. Like, I hope that it's it's very weird watching that because it's such a long time, but you can't have like headphones in, which I'm sure when they're training, they would. And like, I would just play Hips Don't Lie on repeat the whole time if right. I was doing that. Maybe like right. walk this way. Like I would, I would have like a really good playlist. Walking songs. Yeah. Like these, these boots are walking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but that'll be the next playlist that I create for our listeners is um, a walking. good race walking playlist. So check out the swipe up link on our bio later. We'll have a, another playlist available for you. But there was a surprise Canadian medal in there. Because he was not, he was in like sixth place with two kilometers left and two people kind of just fell off the tracks with their yeah. walking speed. Yeah, but he, the, um, the athlete that came in third there, like he was close last Olympic. I think he was. Oh like yeah, fourth. fourth. Yeah. yeah. So, so awesome for him to get on the podium this yeah. time. But, um, I am still like just fired up over the women's soccer game. I, that was like, <laughs> My poor neighbors are probably like, who was 
murdered. It's been like screaming and <laughs> running around and stomping and like the roller coaster of emotions of them. You know, they scored the first goal in the penalty kick and then, uh, the, and then yeah, and then they missed a bunch and there were saves and oh, <laughs> Christine Sinclair gets her goal. And I'm so proud of her. And- oh, it's been a lot. I mean, obviously, she's been in the sport for 20 years and she announced prior to the Olympics like she's done after these Olympics. So it's obviously like a really nice way to go out. And just like, I just love that we get to shove in the American space. Oh, <laughs> because they were so such great. sore losers. Well, and the fact that they had to like be there to like watch us get our gold medal too <laughs> while they get the like silver or the bronze, I mean, but um, it is, it's so tough. Like I feel, you know, the Swedish team was so sad and so upset. And this is their yeah. second Olympics in a row getting silver. So like yeah. you're kind of over losing at that point but you're still getting second best in the world I know. Metal, and it's like they're crying on the podium and, and like they're just trying to keep it together so they can get off of camera and everything and I didn't watch the po I obviously watched like the post game and they were oh. sobbing which understood but didn't realize it continued to the podium oh yeah I watched the whole thing I could not so I had to move meetings at work it was I was it was overwhelming I was crying there was emotions everywhere like I um yeah, they because they they all they have to have their masks on for the podium, yeah. um, so they came out and then they can't like they give each other the medals essentially because mm-hmm. the person can't do it. Same as can't all the other touch them, can't come near them. Yeah, and so some of the girls were definitely pretty emotional getting it, and and that was hard to to watch. Yeah, it was it was so nice, and I mean Canada beat USA. That was the first time they beat them in twenty years since two thousand one. Yeah. I just have to say, is it, what's her name? Abby Wambach, maybe something like that. Such a baby. Like, she, well, Abby Wambach doesn't play anymore. I no. Think you mean Megan Rapinoe. No. The short the purple hair. hair? Yeah, it's Megan Yes. Rapinoe. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Why did I think yeah. her name was Abby? Whatever. She Abby played play. at some point. Yeah. <laughs> also a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. But like, she was, I don't know. She was such a baby in her interview. Like, it was, she basically, Someone at work was like, oh, I'm sure they would have been that upset if they lost to anyone. I was like, no, they called out specifically, like, at least twice that it's the fact that they lost to Canada that is the most upsetting. I, you know what? I will say, I played soccer for a long time. <laughs> and I I watched that, the U.S.-Canada ga- game, and the penalty kick that was called, I don't think I agree with. and like, Which I'm, I've heard is pretty co- – like, I, I heard that that's the consensus. Yeah, like, it went to VAR. So, like, you know, they it wasn't, like, called without verification or anything like that. But I – you know, and I'm happy that it was our direction because typically in the Canada-U.S. matchups, that's not <laughs> the case. Not. It's the other way around. Um, but I still cannot quite figure out what the penalty yeah. of the call was. And so I can understand, like – I mean, they didn't score any goals either, and they had they dominated the play for sure. Like, Canada had, like, two shots on net in that game outside of the <laughs> kicks. So it was, you know, I kind of get where they're coming from, that there's disappointment when you're the dominant team and you don't win, but that happens. and Right, it happens in, like, every sport, so. Yeah, yeah exactly, um. so. But. <laughs> I'm glad you're slowly recovering. Oh, it was just, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out who I think will be the Olympic like the closing ceremonies flag bear. And I'm assuming they're going to go the male female route again. So I I'm guessing probably Damien Warner from the yeah. winner uh, first time that a Canadian's ever won that. Um, and, okay. and set the Olympic record on his yeah. score there. But I, then I think, I think the it's female, gonna be the goalie. 
I don't know if it's Stephanie LeBaire or if I think it'll be Christine Sinclair. But wasn't Christine Sinclair, she, she carried the flag at some point, right? I think when Canada Probably. had the surprise, like bronze medal, was it yeah. London? I think maybe London. She, I thought she carried the flag at some point. So that's why I'm thinking they go with the goalie. But I could see, I could make an argument for both. I know she did. She did do it in yeah, in London in in 2012 there. But I mean, there's no rule that you can't do it twice. True. Um, but and she wasn't certainly wasn't the same factor. And, and I totally agree. Like Stephanie Bay, like her Wikipedia profile got changed to the National Minister of Defense, which I thought was amazing. I'm <laughs> so um so maybe she does get it I like and then but I mean you're also there's so many other people that that won but they've all had to go back too right so like you can't throw like the Pemulesiax in yeah um, exactly like the people who are there now whose event would have been 48 hours within yeah I mean there must be some sort of clause at some point that if you if they're going to be the closing flag bearer yeah yeah but and then Maybe what, are like, we going to have, like, five athletes walk in this thing? Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, like, you'd have basically any divers left, any track yeah. and field people. That, I think the soccer team is probably, probably staying. staying. Yeah, I would say they they could stay. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. Like, Andre Grass is another one. Like, he's got a he got a gold and a bronze. This Two bronzes. Around. Two bronzes. Yeah, right. The yeah. relays. The relay. Um, so... But I, yeah, I don't know. And I also don't know if they're doing two flag bears or if it's just one again as yeah. well. I loved his, uh, Andre DeGrasse, the post interview when he won the gold for the 200 meters. And he's like, yeah, um, uh, everyone expected the Americans to have this, but here I am. I know. Well, it's, it's so hard. Like, I mean, they, the Americans send so many athletes over right. and they do dominate in, in so many of those events. And, and they have so um, many athletes in like, like each of the, sometimes there's three Americans that qualify for the finals. So it's I like, know. obviously they're going to win probably one medal at least. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we sometimes don't even have one. <laughs> I know the like the CBC app, like it shows a little Canadian flag if there's a Canadian participating in that. Yeah. And there's so many events where there's there's not. So right, right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you watched the canoe sprint yesterday. Speaking of Canadian athletes, but... when they fell out of the boat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and and okay, the uh, I don't know how it was announced in Canada, but the announcers here are like, oh, the Canadians look to take a celebratory dip in the in the, whatever the water and then they go back and like have a replay and it's clearly they didn't mean to go in the water like the one girl pushed the other one I think in excitement of like hey we won and then they topple into the water those canoes are like they're so tiny like it is yeah not like a regular canoe so like it's actually quite difficult to get in and out of them like you have to someone has to basically hold the canoe for you to do it so that's why they had to send the like rescue boat because right. they can't just like climb back into it like you might a regular canoe or something like that but um, <laughs> yeah I thought it was funny like these Olympians having to get like rescued <laughs> after their event so oh, man. like a water event like they should be able to swim right right you hope so they don't wear life jackets <laughs> The hardest part of the the can I don't know if it's the 
canoeing or what of the rowing events it is, but there's one where they have to like kneel the whole time. I think it's kayaking. Yeah. And I would be like, my knees would hurt too bad. Yeah. (laughs) And also they have that thing that goes around their waist. Yeah. Like there's no movement. No, like you were locked right in there. So, (laughs) yeah. But there's been some kind of, there's been some um, political stuff out of the, out of the Olympics here recently too. The, um, the craziest one to me is the um, Belarus athlete, and so she had basically gone over to to Japan, and her country's federation entered her into an event that she doesn't run in. So they put her in like the four hundred meter hurdles or something like that, and it's not an event that she's trained in or she typically would race in. And so they registered her in this, and she's like. WTF, rightly so, I'm not doing this. And so she spoke out about it. And that in turn turned to like huge oh my God. controversy in her country, which is like an autocratic country. So yeah, a bit scary to begin with. And she got word from her family that like her family's been threatened if she what? returns back. So she had to like request asylum and the like and the Olympic Committee had to like get her on a plane and they were gonna put her on a plane to go to one country and at last minute she like got some other piece of news so she used google translate to tell these like olympic officials and they like rerouted the plane or she got on a different plane what now she has asylum in poland but basically like she'll never be able to return home under threat of like because she spoke out about her federation entering her in the wrong event so she was supposed to go to the olympics but just not for the event that they registered her in yeah, like she's like a sprinter, and they registered her in like the hurdles or something. Which like, which like that's not an event you want to be registered in if you don't hurdle. <laughs> well, like I don't. I mean, I can't couldn't get over a hurdle if you paid me. But like, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, like it's it'd be one thing if you were to be like they registered me in the two hundred instead of right. one hundred. I maybe could be like, well, it's only another hundred meters. Like I, I guess I could at least like do it and yeah. then just. I, I mean, she probably didn't anticipate maybe meddling in the first place, but like, you could attempt a 200, I would assume. Yeah. If you like, were uh, typically 100. Maybe the hurdles? No, yeah, like, you. so yeah, so anyways, it's like, I, it's so sad. And like, I mean, who knows what's going to happen to her family? Yeah. Because, like, they were the ones who got word. And I guess it was her grandma that like was able to get her this information. But yeah, so like, Poland's offered her asylum, but, um, I, yeah, just so awful to, that's to think that's wild. Like, what your country would do to you. Like, you're like, do you just go in and like, I don't know, false start your way out of the hurdles or something like that? So you don't right. have to. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't know, trip, the cons- trip on the first one and like, right. be done. Like, I don't know what the consequences of doing those kind of things would be, but I don't know. Thank God for Google Translate. Like, save the lines over here. Seriously. They should put that on their commercials. <laughs> Maybe. Right now they just have a stupid commercial about how everyone is, like, looking for a new job. So it's like Google search, how to be a chef, oh. how to be a firefighter, like, all this stuff. It's like your new search starts now. Oh, interesting. How do you put a- this in your commercial? Yes, this, this, this is what the people need to know. It's a very target audience, but... <laughs> very targeted. Yeah. Oh, ma'am. And then the IOC is also investigating a U.S. shot, or was, I don't know if it's con- continued, but a U.S. shot putter for protesting on the, on the podium. 
Yeah, so that one was interesting. I wa- actually watched that shot put, and the girl was oh, like, you super, did? "Yeah, I don't." It was like on during the, you know, the track and field kind of. Oh, of course, yeah. Of events where they just yeah. kind of bounce back and forth, and the girl she had like fun colored hair, and like she was really animated, and like she's like twerking when she won, like she was <laughs> pumped right up. Um, but then she went on the podium and she raised her arms in like an X symbol. Uh, okay. Which they deemed as like a protest. I can't remember to what they were protesting, but, but she meant it differently. Like she wasn't, it wasn't a protest. It was like a symbol oh. or something to her family or some, some sort In- of like. Interesting. Yeah. But because then, there have been U.S. athletes that have said if they win, they will protest like with the Black Lives against Matter, the Black Lives Matter against yeah. the flag, but that's not an X. Right. But so they were starting the investigation and then the shot put's mom, shot putter's mom died. So they had to like stop the investigation. So okay, I, know I didn't know that it. part. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, weird that these Olympics like – there always seems to be some like athlete who loses, like Joanny Rochette, yeah. Simone Biles, Simone Biles. Olympics. Yeah, like we all knew, obviously her mental health issues, but then it's come out her aunt that died in the middle yeah of the before the beam. Well. Yeah, um, so it's just it's very weird. It always seems to happen, like at least once in every yeah. Olympics. But Joanny Rochette, oh, that was so sad that when she won, and me. then. I think she had an interview not long ago and they were talking about it and I was like sobbing watching the Oh yeah. I couldn't I couldn't like handle I think I was like watching with a group of guys and they're like, Why are you so <laughs> upset about this? And I was like, You don't understand. She's her mom. Her mom. <laughs> Why don't you get this? <laughs> oh so emotional. Some happy things came out though, like the diver <laughs> Got engaged at the airport. No, I'm so annoyed by that. (laughs) Girl comes home, Jennifer Abel, gets to the airport, celebrating her win. Who comes in and steals her thunder? Her boyfriend to propose to her. Let her have her moment. Propose on a different day. It's just like not a place also I would ever wish to be proposed to. Baggage claim at the airport. With like my mask on? No, thank you. There's like strangers walking around, like opening their suitcases. Like, right. It's just not, not drug dogs roaming roaming around. Also, I really need to know where she landed, which airport, because like the Calgary airport, you like can't go to baggage claim if you're like picking someone up like, yeah it's not till they come out afterwards that you can see them intra so. maybe maybe montreal because the only well i thought at one point the only canadian airports open were like vancouver calgary montreal and toronto so yeah. i assume yeah. montreal has different rules so yeah well those were for well montreal is actually way more strict like they're putting vaccine passports and everything in Quebec, oh but. interesting yeah, but those are just for international travel, but there's connections out of there. So, like, I'm guessing yeah. they probably all fly into Vancouver from Japan, and then they True, that makes sense. there. I don't Disperse. think they go to Montreal, but... I don't know yeah. where she's from, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I'd guess Quebec, but... Um, <laughs> or Ontario, like, the, most yeah. of our Olympians are from, from right. there, so... Um, yeah, I didn't enjoy that. It was, like, all obviously all over the news. Yeah, I know. I was like, man, like, she's tried to get a medal for how many freaking years? Could you not just give her 
that to celebrate and like proposal month. Like, right. right. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sad it's coming to an end. The Olympics. Me, I mean. me too. It's been hard to watch with the like the time, time difference. shift difference and like, and just try, yeah. even trying to find different events on TV. Like, yeah. they just show it's like Olympic coverage and it bounces around and right. It doesn't tell me what it and, is. I know. Or it says like track and field, and then it takes you to like the worst event, <laughs> the marathon yeah. or something, and it's yeah. like I don't want to watch this. And some of the like. The app that I've been using to watch a lot of it, sometimes it's without commentary. So, like, I was watching the track and field, but there was, like, no, like, speaking. And I was, like, I'm literally just watching a person run in silence. Like, I should just look out my window. <laughs> this is so weird. I did have content, CBC. <laughs> I did have one of those, too. Because NBC, you can watch, like, you can pick what sport you want to watch and then, like, stream it. So for the gymnastics, I just wanted to follow the U.S. team. Yeah. And they had, like, a U.S. – a camera that follows, like, the U.S. Or they had coverage that, like, goes back and forth. So I picked the U.S. one. And then I realized within the first, like, ten minutes they had no commentary. And I was like, mm, can't I can't do this. This is not <laughs> going to work for me. Like, I like to think by, you know, day 10 of the Olympics, I've learned all of the um, rules of every sport at this right. point in time. But I don't have the backstory of all 80 athletes, athletes in it. No. So that's really what I need the, uh, the commentators, commentators for here. <laughs> no need you. There was this one commentator on the diving this morning, and she was like, you know, they they were doing like a back inward like so they jump off backwards but flip inwards towards the platform and she's like you know they need to jump away from the platform because they turn inwards and if they hit the platform there's a deduction I'm like i don't think that's what they're going to be concerned about if they hit the platform <laughs> like that's more like that's what really knocked me out of this not my head exploding it's like a million pieces oh man but we only have seven months until the next set of olympics it's true this is like the olympic schedule i need in my life here and we'll be way more into those yes um, in the meantime, there was some other sports news that happened around the yeah. the world this week, um, starting in the NHL. First off, I have to just talk and talk about Nathan McKinnon, because there was like an <laughs> article published about what he does for his like health plan. And he spends like, like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on like having a live-in doctor and a diet person and a nutritionist and a chef when I read this on our notes because like at first I obviously hadn't read this article and I was like has he become ill (laughs) what does he need this for a living doctor (laughs) there was a whole whole story about how he has basically told the rest of the avalanche players that they cannot have any like sodas or unhealthy food it's been taken out of the dressing room basically like he's like you can do that in the off season if you don't care about your health but we're here to win a cup and we're doing that by eating vegetables wow i'm sorry won't be playing for colorado anytime soon like let me live the memes let me tell you please look up nathan mckinnon and sugar on twitter because (laughs) a gold mine of content 
Maybe that's why the Colorado goalie wanted to get out and sign Maybe. that huge contract in Seattle. He's like, this just place like, let I, me eat a chocolate bar. I just did a Diet Coke. I just burned 8,000 calories in the game. <laughs> and then, okay, but also, like, what is it that like for those people's families, too? Like, I- I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it, this makes me think of, like, the Tom Brady-Giselle situation where, like, <laughs> they can't have strawberries or something. Or, like, it's a bit... Like, I mean, he's maybe following TB12. We don't know what his nutritionist's name is. Recommends. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's funny because Nathan McKinnon has always looked kind of like, pudgy is the wrong word, but he's got a very full yeah. face and a very full, like, frame. And so I'm surprised. I just thought he'd be a little bit more, like, cut looking. Yeah. You know? Honestly, so. just for this alone, I hope they never win a cup. <laughs> Just so that all the other teams can prove that if you have soda, you can still win a cup. It does make me question his Tim Hortons commercials when he is, like, handing out donuts. And I'm like, clearly he doesn't believe in this donut. So, no. like, I, I'm not going to Tim's now. Like, no, you can't I, support am, that. I'm only ordering from Sidney Crosby. Do not <laughs> Sidney Crosby. <laughs> Excuse me. I would like a Sidney Crosby endorsed donut. Not one of those Nathan McKinnon ones. Sugar-free, gluten-free monstrosities. <laughs> so weird. And just to, like, expect your entire team to follow it, I don't know. I'd be like, get lost. I, I guess you can't really tell him that because he's, like, the best player on the team. But yeah. I would be thinking it for sure. Yeah. The whole, I mean, the whole article, like, went in quite depth about how he is as a as a player. Like, he basically demands the best of his team. So, like, it talked about how, like, if people missed pra- passes in practice, he was, like, yelling at them. And, like, oh, really, like, it, I, and it's hard to know if that comes across as, like, competitive or if it comes across as, like, you're an a-hole. Like, and For I guess sure it's probably, the latter. <laughs> I think it's tough because he would back it up, like, because he is one of yeah. the top five players in the league. So, like... I understand his level of competitiveness. It's different if, like, the last guy, place guy on the team who's, like, barely hanging on my threads, like, coming out and berating you for missing a pass. Yeah. But I also, can't. like, we can't expect our fourth liners to make every pass. That's why they're on the fourth line. Like, right? I'm sorry. I'm just imagining if Nathan McKinnon was on the flames when Louis Domingo was our, like... <laughs> Chef making like pastries daily out in the like taxi squad. <laughs> they would not have got along. <laughs> no. no, I don't know. I mean, I get there's a level of competitiveness, but there's a way to like be respectful about it and not be a dick. And he no. just sounds like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other health related news, Jack Eichel's camp came out with another statement here. He he still hasn't been traded from the Sabers, and they are not thrilled about how long it was taking for that to happen this is the drama that i didn't know that i needed with buffalo like and he's also just started a twitter right (laughs) he verified himself on twitter (laughs) (laughs) yeah he i mean he's there was some footage of him doing some scrimmage work in um in a in a rink and like participating and everything like that but they are basically just mad that he's still playing for for buffalo yeah, um, because and they also like won't let him get that surgery. Yeah, I don't. Which is like, I am curious because any team who wants to trade for him is Buffalo going to allow 
their team doctors to evaluate him. Like, how does that work? Right. Um, but I did have to laugh because there was, um, I can't even remember who it was, but another player signed with Buffalo and he like, didn't comment on anything on the state of like the Sabres and like how excited he was to join them. He's like, he's like, well, Josh Allen is always my fantasy quarterback. So I thought Buffalo would be a good place to me. And they just signed uh, Allen to a massive contract in Buffalo. So yeah, yeah. he's there for a while. That guy's, that guy's stoked. But I was like, that's pretty bad when like the only thing that you can say is you're here for like fantasy football reasons. <laughs> Like, uh, it's just yeah. not a good state down in there. No. Again, no, yeah. RIP to Owen Power career. <laughs> I mean, there's like a lot of careers RIP down in, in Buffalo. <laughs> it died yeah. that minute. The minute yeah. they called his name first. Yeah. Um, Some other signings, though. Kyle Lowry is leaving the Raptors yeah. officially now. He's taking his talents to South Beach there. I think, I mean, it was expected that he was going to leave. They've come out and said that when he retires officially, they will retire his jersey, making him the first Raptors player um, to have the jersey hang from the Raptor, Raptors. And then I was like, oh, what about Vince Carter? Right? I'm just, I mean, he, Vince Carter played last year, so I was wondering if that was like maybe why they haven't done it yet, because he's still active. But I don't, I mean, I'm... I don't know. I'm sure. I mean, I know that they won with Kyle, but like, I don't know. Vince Carter. (laughs) I know. I'm shocked by that too. Um, Yeah. Like it's crazy, but um, they did, they, it did end up being a trade at the end of the day. And um, the Raptors got him back whose first name is Precious. So he sounds great. (laughs) So we love him. (laughs) We love him. He is Precious. (laughs) I do want to say, speaking of the NBA, that um, our Devin Booker wishes have finally been fulfilled because he did win something this year. They won the Olympic gold medal last night. So we predicted correctly. A winning year for Devin Booker. Devin Booker, look at him coming through. He barely played, I think. It was all Katie. Yeah, yeah. Well... Um, they, I mean, they had a rough start to that tournament, though. So, yeah. gold, like, it was not looking good for them. So. Well, and I watched that game, and they were, at one point, they were up by 13 last night. And then, oh. all of a sudden, like, France hits a three to make it, uh, like, to make it within three points, and there's, like, 40 seconds left. So, it was close. Like, it, it wasn't an easy win, I wouldn't say. Yeah. Um, but exciting yeah i mean like the u.s is so far ahead and like beyond any other countries but but countries like france and even canada to an extent like are certainly getting closer in terms of their ability to compete in that world so and the player from the dallas mavericks why can't i think of his name I'm sure it's from the Mavs. He basically took Slovenia to the semis or the quarterfinals, like, on his back. Yeah, and and I mean, that can happen because it's, like, it's such a short time, right? So you can, they can survive it. But another wild news this week, um, Messi is leaving Barcelona. Right, and it was announced a couple weeks ago he was going to sign this, like, huge contract with them, kind of right after they won the Copa. Yeah, <laughs> and all of a sudden, it sounds like they can't. 
pay him the money. Like they don't, that's what it made it seem like they don't have the money to pay him. Yeah. It was like some sort of like weird rule situation, not like a disagreement between the club and the player or anything. Yeah. It's, it it was like, from what I've read, it was like finances. And I was like, Ooh, yikes. So it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Well, he's going to sign in, in Paris for PSG. So Paris for PSG. Yeah. Not Man not Man City. Like I think he was following them, right? On Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's yes. like, oh, he's gonna sign there. <laughs> well, I don't know how well that was published other than Elias Lindholm's uh Instagram told us. <laughs> right? I forgot it was I don't think it was a legitimate news source that <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot that's your post. <laughs> Lindholm was doing the work trying to figure out where Messi was going. So Lord's work. Like, wow. Um, So last time I trust him on anything because, yeah, Messi is is signing with Pichy. The thing that has been the most crazy to me out of this, though, is Messi's father is still his agent. And was there not some sort of, like, tax fraud implication? Right. I thought there was. Like, wouldn't you be like, hey, dude, maybe stay out of my business. Like, (laughs) I'll pay you on the side, but like, could you keep this like separate? Can I just like figure out my own stuff, my own agreement? Like, that was there was. Yeah. To me, that was the biggest shock. Like, I mean, I don't, I'm not like a huge messy fan. I don't really follow like the. Me either. Yeah. You know, yeah, like it's yeah, complicated for me to be honest. Yeah, like I like watching like the Champions League final and I love the World Cup yeah. and the Olympics and that kind of stuff. But like, first of all, I'm not getting up early on a Saturday morning to watch every soccer no, game. So like, not. I don't know what's going on half the time over there. But yeah, like I feel like I would be like, maybe Dad, you said this one out. <laughs> Just <laughs> take a pass. I'll figure yeah. this this year out. <laughs> yeah, I got I got this one. So. Um, I feel like we have minimal time, but I did spoil my spoil Love Island for myself if we wish to mm. discuss that. And I yeah. already know what happened in Big Brother, even though I haven't watched it. Yeah, Love Island. I didn't think that that was going to be the TV show that made me cry this week, but it was. <laughs> you shouldn't <laughs> laugh. It's like very sad. Our favorites, yeah. Josh and Shannon, had to exit. Because his uh, sister passed away unexpectedly. And, I mean, kudos to her for leaving with him. I'm impressed because the Shannon at the beginning of the show would not have done that. Well, and I also think, like, they are very likely to be the winners of the show. I mean, the the couples that are remaining are, like, either new or Will and Kira, who no one likes. Um, I mean, I I still love Will, but... (laughs) Anyways, um, so I feel like they had the money in the bag kind of thing. So yeah. she walked away from from that, too. So What I need to find out is who Cache picks in the next recoupling because she Oh, you became... haven't spoiled it then. No, I only spoiled, like, the who left. Okay. okay. Um, but I... No, the boys are, are the choosers oh, the boys the are recoupling. Picking. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, God. Yeah. So it's who comes first between. <laughs> um, I'll watch it. I'll watch it today. Yeah. Uh, but I got to the point where she was, like, having all these conversations and she'd go to Cinco and tell him wh- one thing. And then she'd go over to Charlie and Charlie's like, uh, I feel like all we do is talk about Cinco. So then she goes over to Cinco and she's like, I just want Charlie to be my number one. <laughs> and then she goes to Charlie and tells him that. And he's like, uh. 
I like when Cinco was leaving and, and she was like, I want to kiss you. And then later she tells Charlie, like, he tried to kiss me. I'm like, that's not really how it happened. <laughs> right. It's so weird. Anyways, I used to like her and now she's annoying me. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. There, I mean, there hasn't really been not much else pop culture news. So it's basically oh. been reality TV show catching up and and young adult books for me on outside of the sports world i know i would just like to say in the latest young adult book i'm very upset (laughs) because it starts with which one meeting someone at the hotel bar the senator one what what's it called oh uh party for two okay i think it's what it's called (laughs) oh allow me to look at my goodreads (laughs) Um, but anyways, it starts at the beginning with her meeting this guy at a hotel bar. And let me tell you, I've eaten at a lot of hotel bars and they are not full of hot single men. They are full of creepy old men. And it is called Party of Two. It's book number five in the wedding date collection. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and then she like doesn't recognize that he's a senator and. Right. Yeah. I know. She's like, oh, he looks familiar, and these glasses really hide his look. Like, they're he's all about wearing these faux glasses to hide his look. And I'm like, come on. I don't know. Like, I don't put my glasses on and magically turn into another human being. I was going to say, I don't think I would recognize a single state senator if you, like, paid also, me in lineups. Also, <laughs> I don't know very <laughs> Apparently, they're famous. Yes. But that's a valid point. I don't think I, maybe like Ted Cruz. I don't know if he's a senator, but like only because yeah, like, he's, he was on the news like every single day. I was going to say, unless there was like an SNL skit mocking them, it's, it's beyond me. So. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yes. So, just keeping right. our hopes up. Hi. Yeah. I mean, the only other major news that came out this week was um, T-Swift did announce her track list for the Red Album yeah. with like a series of Easter eggs there. So um, very all- difficult ones. I'm glad that I'm glad someone else figured it out for me. Um, but there was an Easter egg that led you to a website and then you put in your guesses and then she tells you if your guesses are right. I am yeah. very started, excited. It started with a crossword. And yes. like the lyric says, like, it's like a crossword with no right answer, but there actually was a right answer. So, God. yeah, all too well, 10-minute version. Oh, it's going to be so good. And I'm also really excited we're getting a Taylor version of Better Man and a oh Taylor God, version of Babe. I know. I'm so it's pumped. It's going to be and so good. Some, some feature songs with um, one with Phoebe Bridgers, one with Chris Stapleton, and one with Ed Sheeran. Yeah. So. Bringing back Eddie. Because. Was Red the tour that he opened for her? Yeah. Was that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We saw so it in, nice. in Phoenix. Yes. He was yes. so good. I know. Remember when I you remember thought he was a homeless kid? I, to be fair, he still looks like a homeless hobbit. <laughs> Fame has not changed him. That was so good. I was like, man, this homeless hobbit can play the piano and no. the guitar very well. So. Someone give him a record deal. Has anyone discovered him yet? Like, can I be can I be that person? Because so. I think I just did. Well, big deal. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next week and hopefully there's some more pop culture because the Olympics will be wrapped up and, and then we're left with what? Baseball? We can't be left 
to well, a baseball. Football, football yeah. starting soon. They just they just had the um the twenty twenty Hall of Fame ceremony. So um some of my favorites yeah. were inducted. So that was pretty cool. Oh. Isaac Bruce and Andrew and James, like Drew yeah. Palmello, like ones that I remember Troy. watching as like a kid. Yeah, it's Troy like with his hair. hair. So. And he used to be in the Palm Olive, or not Palm Olive, um, Pantene Head and Shoulders commercials. So yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Still is, I think. Probably. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, football will be starting soon and, and hockey too. It's coming up pretty quick. So. I mean, the CFL started. So if we need to yes. you know, go, go to Dig that, <laughs> we can. Yeah. Our next couple episodes are going to be real exciting, everyone. Real rough. Tune in. (laughs) Tune in then. All right. We'll talk to you later, Maddie. Bye, Jill. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.